welcome to SED. I'm your host, Jane Dagme, Editor-in-Chief of Designers Today. SED covers the wonderful industry of interior design from various, often eclectic, angles. At its most literal, SED is the spoken complement to what's written in the pages of our magazine. Esoterically speaking, SED, S-A-I-D, stands for Something About Interior Designers. In a nutshell, the podcast is devoted to the ongoing curiosity and admiration we have for these diverse, passionate, and often quirky individuals. SED celebrates the way they think, work, live, and define themselves. Enough said. Let's get into our show. Designers, Howls is excited to announce a brand new initiative focused on serving your specific needs as design pros. Howls Pro is a new pro-exclusive destination where you can access new tools, education, and analytics to take your business to the next level. You're invited to explore Howls Pro, which includes the brand new CRM tool to manage client inquiries, marketing to build your company brand, plus Ivy, the incredibly popular designer software for managing your business. Learn more at pro.house.com. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining the podcast. Today, my guests are interior designers Patty Allen and Stephanie James of interior design firm Allen & James, who are moving the needle on their business every day. I caught up with them at their flagship store on North Main Street in High Point. The way these women found their way to each other is a good story. Patty studied design in college, Stephanie got a degree in dentistry, and the two met at Furnitureland South, the biggest furniture store on earth, where they both were two of the highest grossing salespeople. They worked on projects all over the world and the atmosphere was extremely competitive. Eventually, they worked on a big project together, got to know each other beyond commissions, and they had the idea to join forces and pioneer the first interior design firm inside of Furnitureland South. Their pitch, which was groundbreaking at the time, was met with some resistance. But thanks to Stephanie's persistence, it became clear that accommodating these designing dynamos was good for business. Three years ago, these women took the leap and opened their own firm and lay down roots in a 1915 historic building in High Point. Their business now includes a retail shop, a concierge design shopping service, and a plant shop. Though most of the time Alan and James work on separate projects, they are both involved in every business decision, large and small. As far as day-to-day -day roles, Stephanie drives the marketing arm of the business and Patty is more involved with the retail side and seeking unique artists to bring to the shop. These women are their own unique powerhouses and very stylish to boot. Stephanie is the nonstop dreamer and Patty is the realist. Charity and giving back to the community is woven into their philosophy that supporting and sharing with others makes everybody stronger. After our chat, they had to run and prep for an install at the High Point Center for Child Wellness, which they have helped design. They see their company headquarters as being a home of sorts for their friends, the community, and of course, their staff, which has grown from three to 10. Their first employee, that's number three, was Monique Kidd. Here is what Monique said about Alan and James. My name is Monique and I'm an interior designer with Allen & James Interiors. 
Patty and Stephanie hired me a little over six years ago as the first employee of Alan and James. So I feel like I'm a little bit special just because I've been along for the ride the whole time. It's been such a pleasure to see the growth of Alan and James over this time period. And I really feel like the sky is the limit. Patty and Stephanie have a vision for what they like, and they're not afraid to go for it. And that's what's so inspiring about them. They each have their own unique style, and their clients really can rest assured that whatever they their look is, they're going to get that with Patty or Stephanie, that they're going to really be listened to, and that their dreams will be brought to life, and that their dream home and vision for what they want for themselves will be brought to life through the expertise of Alan and James. Now that we have a storefront on Main Street, we have incorporated our design skills into other areas such as our plant shop and our boutique. And I feel like that is something that's missing in our industry. And we have brought that to High Point and we're so excited to share that with the community and the surrounding areas. And we hope that people feel like Allen and James is a destination and that they're gonna get a really overall experience for what we offer. I can't wait to see what the next six years holds. These women are on the move and I was lucky to catch up with them on just another extraordinary day. Stephanie and Patty, it is great to be here with you today. I'm really excited to share your story of retail and interior design and lots of other things with our audience. Thanks so, for being here with us. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be cool. I have um, gotten wind of your incredible entrepreneurial spirit, and that's what really has inspired me. Um, every time I've come into your shop or had a little run-in with, with you, mostly Stephanie, because I seem to fall into your path more, um, something's always up. Something's always expanding mm -hmm. at the business. And so it's just that inventiveness that I really want to kind of talk about. But before we go to the present, you have a very interesting um, past and how you met. And um, it all happened at Furniture Land South. And Patty, you said that um, you were competitors, you know, at this shop, and that's kind of, you know, definitely. So can you take us back? Sure. Stephanie and I were both at Furniture Land, and we both were doing the same job, but we were very much competitors and really didn't know each other well at all. We weren't friends. But that job we, was? We worked at Furniture Land in sales and design. Okay. So we were there. Stephanie was there much longer than I was. But because I moved here from Georgia and started working there, and we um, worked very hard and had great, each of us had our own set of clients, but we were always working and competing against each other. We'd kind of pass in the hall or pass in a gallery, but we didn't have a lot of conversation, I don't think. We first kind of met when we worked on those big projects for Baker's Bay. Yeah, the and discovery the discovery home. home where people would fly in for a couple of days or fly their, um, give us their plans. You know, I forgot And we would that. do their homes remote. So we had to be very good at that because we were designers, but we were 100% commission. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was tough. I mean, 23 years in retail was tough. I started there with no experience, but they gave you a lot of training. You get a lot of design classes. Patty has a degree in design. Um, she's ASID, so I had to um, accumulate mine by um, training and experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I had forgotten that we had worked on those Baker's Bay projects together. Mm -hmm. Because I guess that was the first time in the Bahamas, but it's, it was actually a beautiful, it's an incredible project. Um, all the people there, it's, it's owned by a company um, called Discovery Home. So they do a lot of these beautiful, these people that purchase these homes so, have multiple homes. So we homes furnish their over. homes. Most of the people that came into um, the world's largest retailer that we worked at had 
you know, um, exquisite homes, very large homes, and we would have to furnish an entire home, which you only really get 80% of it. You do most of the furnishings. We have to furnish our entire home in one to three to five days. Well, that's why a lot of them are doing like second and third homes. So it's not their, sometimes it's not their first home. So for that reason, it's easier to furnish a home that way. You can go in and they just want it all done because they're going to be there Probably just a few days a year a lot of times. Right. They just want it so nice they, and they easy and low maintenance. Exactly. But just coming back to Furniture Land South, because not every single person that's going to be listening knows about this incredibly gigantic destination for furniture and design. We had to, we had to know 400 brands. Yeah. So when our client came in there, we had to listen. We had to qualify to be able to spend the time with them. And after you're there for so long, if you're really good at what you do, you build your business. Mm -hmm. So we built our clients. So after after a couple of years, I didn't have to work the the floor or the up system because you worked on the up system. So you just grab the next client. So you could have anyone from a lamp to an entire home. We worked with celebrities. We worked with athletes. 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 Um, it's a very competitive atmosphere there, and they made it that way intentionally, obviously, because you're a commission salesperson. There was 175 salespeople or design consultants. So for you know 23 years, Patty, Patty and I, we were the top people, top designers there. Mm-hmm. So we worked very hard, and after a while, we wanted to give true design to our clients, and we wanted to do 100% of it, not just 80% of it, because people left. And they were all over the world. We did embassies. We did homes in Qatar, Saudi Arabia. All over the world, people would fly in. And I had the, the second wealthiest man in India. His house was 80,000 square feet. I did his entire home. So it was, it was a very good experience. So it did not, instead of some designers, which are great designers, but they, they work with a small handful of manufacturers. Right. We had to know 400 brands mm-hmm. because we had contemporary, one day, traditional. We had every yeah, style in the world style to style. that the clients came in there. So we had to be able to jump from style to style to style. So if you look at our portfolio, it's very diversified. Mm-hmm. It's not just one look. Right. And so people, we, we can capture a lot of different types of clients that just are not modern or just not traditional. We have the capability to jump from um, style to style. Right, it was amazing. One thing, Jane, you were asking the question about how did we kind of get this started there. Right. So when Stephanie, I've given Stephanie, given us that background of what we were doing at the time and that we did know each other well, we were competitors in this atmosphere in this big retail store that she, I knew she was doing a website and I thought to myself at the time, that was genius. And I remember I can still remember the day I picked up the telephone and called you. I was driving into work, and we kind of had this loose conversation. Let's get together, sit down, and talk about it. And the reality of what that what happened was, when we joined our forces together, we decided that it was a great idea. Our you know our sales went. We way had a vision. Up. I had a vision yeah. to to um, take our brand, which we were just known as. I, I was tired of being known because I was doing great design projects, big design projects. I was tired of being known. Of, of Stephanie at Furniture Land South, the design consultant. I wanted to be I wanted to be known for my work mm-hmm. and being a true designer. So I said, how I'm going to establish exactly and set myself was. apart from that is the brand. So about eight about eight years ago, I started developing a brand. And the owners of Furniture, I said, you know, it has to, I have to have a brand. I want to have a website. I want to have social media. I want to be known as someone different inside this retail store. They're just not going to come. They're gonna, we're gonna capture a different client if they know that I'm a designer, so I have to let them know that. 
And when other designers came in, they were good at what they do, but they gave us the they gave us the reins to take their clients when they brought their, there's, the client would bring their designer in. By the time she got in there, she knew it was our backyard and we knew furnishing so much that they actually gave us their client when they were there. They'd be there by the side, just pick fabrics and furnishings. That wasn't all but the they time, got, but a lot of the top clients. Yeah, yeah, so they knew because we knew furniture that well. And I, I said, the only difference between us and them is that they have they have a they have an outside brand known as the des, a designer, mm-hmm. a store, a front, or a design studio. That's what we need to establish inside the retail store. So we actually our brand, Patty, Patty and I, our brand was the first design um, design firm within a retail store. So you um, established your LLC. Your LLC as in, Allen and James inside, inside furniture, land, furniture which was unique. And like I wrote, it was you know the first time, the last time they've ever done it. The interesting thing was we went to the owners and they kept saying, no, you can't do it. No, you can't well, do I was it. Gonna, no, you can't do it. And what was their, I mean, I, was I was just thinking like, there would be resistance. So yeah. what was their... Well, they didn't well, want any, well, they didn't they, want us to have control. I think it's a control. But thing. what happened, yes, yeah, so we had, so we took it to them. We had to invest our own money. So we took and developed the website and the platform on the marketing platform. People are visual. So we laid out the entire marketing platform for them in their office. And we, it was named, we named it Allen and James, and we did that to them, and they said, absolutely. So what happened was... It took was many took, tries to say absolutely. Took, it took three years. They yeah. shut me shut us down three years. Persistence, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. very persistent. So we went from an average markup. Most of the store was, at that time, when we did it, say an average markup is you know 25%. Our, our, our margins tripled over any other design consultant there. And our business went from um, t- um, $1.5 million to $8 million before we left there. For Patty and I sold together eight million dollars before we walked before we left. The nice thing was they really they engaged it after they saw mm-hmm. what we could do. Right. At this point, they said, "Okay, so now you can have your own area," and they put us in a really beautiful space, and we could bring clients in there. So, and we ended so up getting an firm within the store. We, we truly mm-hmm. were. So I think they did. It elevated the design experience. Right. And so I the think consumer it, coming and in. And I even think too the current designers, young designers that came in to work there. They saw that, and I think that encouraged them. them. So I saw that as kind of a nice thing, too. Mentoring. A lot of the younger designer women that were there were, especially women, they would gravitate to us and wonder if they could work with us. And at that point, we brought some in to work under us. So it was like we had this other layer. So the next step after we after we sold that much, but it, wasn't, it still wasn't what I completely wanted. I, I wanted us to have true design from beginning to end. And I wanted to see the end product there. Mm-hmm. People fly out to wherever in the world and the furniture truck follows them or whatever. And then you miss that last part, which really captures your soul. So you weren't doing like the installs. We were on some that's projects. The, that's the part that's, I we were, we were. I in fact, I flew my, to gain my experience on installs. I, I worked part-time while I was at Furniture Land with a destination club. So they would, I would do their homes and I would go meet the trucks all over the and um, all over the world to meet the trucks and install mm-hmm. while I worked at Furniture Land. And Patty and did. And I did a lot of installs. In fact, Hensdale outside of Chicago is a big area for me, and I ended up working with a ton of clients there. Then they all built homes in Naples, and I would go there and do those and got into a whole group of people. And was that expected at, at, while you were still at Furniture Land South? Was that expected that you'd go to the install, or was this after you had your own 
company that you know no, I think um, our clients trusted us that was the brand that we established that was intended for the brand though. for they that they trusted us the client trusted us furniture line didn't have window coverings we developed that within there we developed a business within inside of furniture line for window coverings we offered that to our clients so we were giving them more we were than the retail the experience finished. we actually had our it was a design studio inside of a retail store mm -hmm. basically so so now here we are in this incredible um, historic home on Main Street in High Point, and is it called the Sherrod? Is that how do you pronounce it? Yeah, I the had a, I did research on it because some people say the Sherrod and some people say the Sherrod, and we it's actually the Sherrod, and uh, uh, um, it's a 120 year old home. And when we walked in here, we knew what we needed to do. The vision came to us that we needed to move our design team here, which was Patty and I and Monique. We had an assistant then designer. We moved it here. We renovated the house, 8,500 square foot home. It was just supposed to be our, a small footprint. And we were running, we were going to rent a room. Mm. I came we in. We did rent a room. I wanted to do that. I and wanted to rent the whole house. Another room. I, I, my, my husband and I bought the house. So Alan and James rents it from us. But I wanted to rent the whole house right away to Alan and James. And Patty said, she holds me back. She holds me down sometimes. She said, no, no, Good no, no. Idea, we're renting right? one room. We, this Stephanie, we can't do it. You know, we, we got to think about this. We, one room, one room. And I was like. That's because I was, we were writing the checks to you. Right. So I was like, <laughs> we need, a, we need to rent the yeah. whole house. So I was we, like, wait a minute. We had other rent. So we got other renters to share the house. So it was kind of a community share. And we had another furniture had manufacturer another, in Italy. We had a kitchen line that we we this whole thing has really evolved in so many different directions that we've tested the water with. But so you've been here in, in this um, house for three about years. three years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you had to renovate it, but basically you've had your right. own. You're, you've left Furniture Land South. You're fully on your own now. It's three Patty years. Patty and I were it. sitting here in a room with a card table from. Target, that's all we had in this big Two empty house. Chairs. Yeah. And then three years later, we have a team of 11 people and we have a, the house filled with beautiful furnishings. Um, so it grew fast. I think one way too that's kind of nice because because of the, the all the relationships with the manufacturers in town, mm. all we know all the presidents and, and we know a lot of people. So we were able to furnish and do some things here, things that were... Well, there was one hiccup along the way that was really threw me through our loop. Because we got so big at Furniture Land and we were so um, successful, it was tough for them to let us go. So when we left, they went to all the manufacturers and said, don't sell them. I was going to ask. I'm, I'm sure that the... But you know what? Things have worked out. We, we, so we went Furniture Land we got, we got lines that we, you know, that really didn't sell them and worked with lines. So we, we worked around it, but that was my scariest moment from leaving probably is that we didn't have anything to sell. But you know, the interesting Selling thing, when time. we left, I think it was scary for the first month, and I don't think we've looked back since. Everything has been so fast and, and moved forward pretty quickly, and we've not had any lull at all. But that whole don't sell to you, that's changed and mellowed out over the years. Correct. Right, yeah. and, you know. And everything's good. Because, well, we, we it, used to be a, it used to be a retail actually. world um, in the you know, the manufacturers will only see retails, but now the, you know, they sell, they want the designer business. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, good we're business for them. One of their, we're probably a great customer. We are a great customer of theirs and we're still great friends with the owners of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, the two of you at the helm of this company, what's the division of labor? Like how do you um, handle retail and design? Well, the retail actually has evolved because of 
we needing to have accessories and finish that last layer of a home. So we would purchase product and be able just to pull right off our floor, which is such a nice thing. And now we realize it's such a great service really to the community and people wanted to come in and purchase and or it's allowed us to the make, store, right? So originally, originally, you thought of it as that last ten percent or twenty percent. Correct. That's or whatever. the way I totally and thought about want, it. Clients want to see it in their home, so what we have this, we want them to come in and, and they don't even have to purchase because a lot of times, it's hard to commit for art. It's hard to commit you for accessories when you see like it online that. or you, yeah. you see it on a PowerPoint. It changes when you get it in your home. So we put it here, let them take it, mm -hmm. and when they get it into their home and they love it, then they commit for it, right? And then they pay us. And they're not stuck with something they don't love. We want them to truly love that last part because that last part is the jewelry in their home that they want to, that's, that's the exciting part. I mean, all, at, at the end of the day, furniture can all look the same, but what you do to layer that last bit to, to me is it. the true design part. Right. It's the hardest part and to And I think get it's really difficult real. for people to find. I mean, I think there's such a, you can find it out at like home goods. Or you can find super expensive art. <laughs> right. But to find that middle gray, you know, that middle layer kind of in the center, money-wise, I think it's hard for clients since I think we do that well and we've developed a lot so of that. So we want to do, so how we get it out there is a retail store because retail is true to our heart because we spent so long, so much time right. here. Yeah. It's yeah. instant gratification, it's fun, it's the fluff. People come in here and they're happy. We do the sipping shops, we do the wine, we do original art, we do pop-ups. Every month we have something different because that's our peak in, in traffic mm -hmm. is our pop-up. So we want to make it original, we want to make it fun. We want to make retail something that people that they don't want to just sit there and shop online. They want to actually go to our store and see something interesting. So I'm fighting for, I love online, but I feel like people still want some original, nice, creative experience. And right. we're trying hard to find different and unique pieces, you know, artists that we're bringing in, local artists, or, or even jewelry. Art, yeah, the jewelry lines, just right. trying to find unique I mean, things that you don't find just anywhere. Right, and you do have somebody um, on your staff that that actually is like looking for those sort of we have really a buyer special. Mm -hmm. That's Haley. She does our buying. She looks for original, unique pieces. Then we have a manager for the retail store, and she's in charge of business development and actually creates and plans the different pop-ups oh, each yes. month, and then we start the marketing program the platform around each pop-up. So that's why we do one a month because it's a lot of a lot of marketing behind it. And when you say the marketing behind it, so is that social media? Is that um, Google? It's um, Google Analytics retargeting. Um, we do. Um, we have a marketing. A lot team. of social media. We have a marketing team that works with that us. We is. have a content writer to help put the information out there to write it so it looks good. So large. And it's yeah. put together well because we want to. We want to look professional. We want to raise the bar for our clients when they when they when they go on and look at us. It's interesting information. It's educational. It's it's specific. It's relevant. It's not just sitting there taking a bunch of social media pictures. It's we're giving them information. It's content. Mm -hmm. It's strong content. So let me get a word in, Stephanie. With all that said, you know, you're talking about how this thing evolved. And it's interesting to me because like when Stephanie's explaining all that, she sees all that in her head and what she's putting together. And it's really, it's amazing what where we've gotten in three years. Right. You know what? From she has had table. this vision and, and it, it has all been put into work now. And now... I just, I want to get it better and better. I mean, we know what we're doing here. 
we can take the client, we can walk them through the whole process, work on these big projects that she and I each have one that we worked on for mine's two and a half years out from the bottom all the way up, we're almost finished. But we know how we want it all completed well. We know this whole business, we understand the retail, we understand the design part, so I just think it could get better and better. Designers, Hals is excited to announce a brand new initiative focused on serving your specific needs as design pros. Hals Pro is a new pro-exclusive destination where you can access new tools, education, and analytics to take your business to the next level. You're invited to explore Hals Pro, which includes the brand new CRM tool to manage client inquiries, marketing to build your company brand, plus Ivy, the incredibly popular designer software for managing your business. Learn more at pro.house.com. One of the recent developments here is opening Fiddle Figs, which is part of the Allen and James umbrella. Right. And can you just Instead of me well, telling what it is, what is Fiddle Fix? Well, I wanted to do, the concept behind it is I want to do 360. I don't want to just be in the client's home every couple of years when they decide to refurnish or buy a sofa or, or redo that. I want to be there all the time. I want to be where they come in and look for jewelry or they come in and buy an interesting plant to put in their home. I feel like the plants are the accessories. Mm -hmm. It's not just furniture and accessories. It's plants. It's, it's a lot more than to make the home feel really intimate. So Fiddle Figs. I, um, one of our, the, our master gardener came to us and she was looking for employment. Um, the nursery down the road had just closed. She wanted to come in and do what she does best. So she's a designer for plants, mm -hmm. master gardener. She knows everything. She knows every plant and she's very well known. Does she, that mean, she does oh, landscape design as well? Yes. She can do exterior, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's worked in it she in the industry as long as we've been in furniture. So everything we know about furniture, she knows about plants. And her growers are all over the southeast. So what we can get versus a Home Depot or Lowe's, it's such it's such a better plant. It mm -hmm. lives longer, more unique, healthy, healthier. Mm -hmm. We have more unique plants. Our truck, our flower truck drives up here. Our clients can come help us pick things off the truck, or they can come to our garden center that's opening up March um, thirty, um, the end of March. And we're going to have a grand opening, but right now we have our plant boutique here. One thing, too, to get back to the plants, talking about that last layer, we are able now to put some really beautiful live plants in people's homes. She can maintain them for them and be a program for that as well. Mm -hmm. Because I think today people all love plants, and her following is huge. I mean, the amount of people that walk through our door every day because of just Pam. because they want to get mm -hmm. Pam, see Pam, but also to buy plant. I mean, plant the plant world is incredible. So fiddle figs is you come and you bring your 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 container. dish container with you in here, and we we do it with this special. So that's a service that you that right. you offer to you have a special right. thing. But I think what's so great about where you're taking this is that this service that you're it's another layer of you know the maintenance, and mm -hmm. you just really you Covering bring your clients close to you. Yes, and it's a whole more trust, you know, and this sort of, and just that frequency that you're in their lives more frequent, and and that builds. It lets the walls down mm -hmm. because they see that we're the expert. We have an expert. I mean, we all know when we go shopping, we want you're buying something. You want to talk to someone that really knows and, what they're doing. And right. I think trust is a big factor trust. here because I have a client I was on the phone with yesterday and she said, 
we had to make a change. So we, I trust you, you just pick it out. And really and truly, that's how most of our clients feel. Mm -hmm. They just want us to go on and do it, make the selection. So, I mean, having all this extra retail, we feel confident we can take anything we purchase, we almost have a home for before we even bring it in here. We, right. we have a client in mind. And also for your local or your, you know, drivable distance clients that come into this this space, this is like your kind of home. Yes, a great and environment you know, to work in. And yeah. I think our whole team likes to come to work just for that reason. It feels good, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I do. There's I no think camera. That, I love Fiddle Fix. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I, oh, I worked when I was young and too, and all of it kind of, when you get older, you see how the all the roads kind of meet mm -hmm. where you are in your career and things that you've your journey along the way has brought you to the different aspects of your business because I my first job was working on a golf course and I worked out in the plants driving a Cushman around in the morning and watering and taking care of all the plants and here I'm back at that again mm -hmm. Isn't that funny that is cool full circle yeah. full yeah. circle and then another part of your business that kind of fascinates me and take advantage of where you are, the furniture capital of the world, is bringing clients in and touring mm -hmm. them through some of the showrooms. So tell me a little bit about how that came to be. Well, the um, another three o'clock in the morning wake up, that's when all of this comes to light is I felt like that we need to get out and what our best asset to being in High Point, Patty and I, is that we can go to Showtime, mm -hmm. shop fabrics, we're involved with a manufacturer, Tomlinson Companies. I design product for them, and then we select fabrics for them twice a year for 180 frames. So being in the furniture industry, we're deep in it. Mm -hmm. We see the fabrics before they come out to the to the retail side. We're a year ahead. We can give our, cons our clients that. And drawing off of that, we've got all of these brands right here that we can shop and go direct during between markets we have two markets per year like everyone knows but we get to see everything we don't have to travel in from out of town to stay one or two days we're here shopping the market for the entire week year in and year out it's probably my it's probably my um 47th market mm -hmm. coming up so that's a lot of markets that's a lot of experience patty's but, husband's in the business of of, of sumbrella like we've said before furniture, mm -hmm. I mean, fabrics so she knows fabrics and i want to get back yeah. to the bringing clients into high point and mm -hmm. talking about that in our tours because i had two clients in this week that just moved back to um, the area that had shopped in high point over the years but i was able on friday to take them to tomlinson to the showroom immediately they love something there but we have access to a lot of the showrooms to take these people and I think being here and just knowing everybody in the industry is such a nice I mean it's just an added perk really. The client loves that. They, so they do. Even to our market we have clients lined up that we take to market and I think they enjoy that whole experience. So what, how do you build that? Like what what is you know what does it cost and how do you vet somebody? Or, marketing. You know? Marketing. Mm -hmm. We have a we have a landing page that specifically speaks to the tour mm -hmm. and what we do we have a you can pay a daily fee to come in we have a um, concierge here that helps them make their travel arrangements mm -hmm. and then we we get their house plans before they come we, we know them before they get here we have layouts established we have their look in mind the design concept we have the appointments made at the showrooms before they come in so when they get here we start we start appointment to appointment to appointment and then we're able, they feel like they're more in touch with the industry. They think it's a unique concept that they get to, it's kind of like they're behind the scenes and they're privy to something that most people aren't. 
So that's that's a really fun thing for them. And I think all the numbers and manufacturers, I'm going to get back to this too, because we're here, I think there's so many designers all over the country. And fortunately, being here, just having these relationships, I just think it's huge. It's given us a lot of knowledge too. I mean, just the product knowledge that we know and being able to take our clients to any, we can call anybody and pretty right. much a lot of the custom things Stephanie did on her last project, lighting pieces, all these craftsmen that we've gotten to know in the area, just personal upholstery guys in Hickory that we can just call up and give them a design. So I think it's even gotten bigger than even than we thought. We can get be. anything made. Yeah, right. pretty much. And here. Yeah, much. here locally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I think is such a nice thing. I have, there's so, so many small wood shops around that people don't know about that designers, it could be really cool if we could get into a think tank about it because they don't even know about it and, and they can do anything and there it looks like it's beautiful product. Right. We and have the ability to pretty much get our hands on anything, which is nice. Right. And I think also just thinking about Made in North Carolina, I was just reading something yesterday. Um, you know, everybody's talking, of course, about coronavirus, mm -hmm. and, but its impact on imports. And um, I think, you know, the retailers have been kind of a first layer feeling it, the possibility of not getting product. And I think now the designers are feeling it. But when you're dealing with locally made product, um, you're not dealing with these catastrophes that happen. So just... It's a nice thing. I just finished a project where I would say 90% of their product was made here in North mm -hmm. Carolina. Or yeah, I did, the, I did an 8,000 square foot yeah. house. It was a two and a half year build out and pretty much all of it was American, was um, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And made here locally right. pretty close mm -hmm. too, which is nice. Um, here in your business, I know that you're both very charitable within the community and, and also some things are on the horizon and you've got something in fact happening um, now, which is, um, t tell me a little bit about the child well. Family family One of my services. really big, are, at, at Patty and I love family service. They're just quality people. It's a well-run organization. It, it is so well. A lot of people. It is so well-run, and it's mental abuse, physical abuse, financial services, um, children's mental health. North Carolina finished number fifty out of children's mental health. Um, so we, they're last on the, so we felt like it's, yeah. it's a big thing for us to invest in that. So family service is a, a family in town had donated a facility in a, a about a, a $1.5 million for the first children's wellness center in the Southeast. And it's a pilot program too. So that's really interesting. So we've, kind of we're doing all the, all the, um, design for them. And you're doing it pro bono. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, and so being a pilot program, that means that, the, you know, they'll hopefully It'll replicate go, this right, and, other, and take it to other places other where, states. Yeah. where it's needed. Yeah, it's yeah. a 30, 30 treatment um, room facility, and we're, we're installing it this week. Mm -hmm. And so what I actually, with our connections that Patty mentioned previously, I went to one of our vendors, Tomlinson Companies, and I've asked them to donate all the frames for the upholstery. So they donated over $60,000 worth of product. So then, um, because of bed bugs oh, and wow. things like that in the wellness center, we had to do with a, a vinyl. 
So I went to a fabric company that is for, that we're friends with. I got them to donate all the vinyls for all of the upholstery in the treatment center. It's all so contract then, grade, mm -hmm. so that's what they need. That kind so of then I felt like, well, now what do we do about the art? Because we want all the money that we can get to go back to Family Service and the Wellness Center. So I went to t theater art galleries, the president of theater art galleries, and I asked him to call, contact all of his um, artists, and all the artists are going to donate all the art for the Children's Center. So mm -hmm. it's original art, and it's painted murals down the hallway, and it's an elaborate um, space of art that we got it donated. I think what you raise is um, your relationships mm -hmm. and your contacts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, people don't just, you know, write checks and send, and send money. But when you think about the resources, other resources that people have, you can mm -hmm. really make such an impact. I mean, when you just couple people together. Right. Well, um, when I first bought the house, that was my vision. I wanted it to be about community. Where we worked before, we just I always, Patty and I had the need. We didn't have time. We really wanted to be in community. So we opened up the Sherrod, um, who, whatever organization wants to use it, to raise money for their organization, to meet, to have meetings. They use our facility at night to raise money, or they have one, or we've had the Historical Society, we've had the Heart Association, we've had the YMCA, the YWCA, we've had Family Service, just on and on and on, the, the, the organizations that have used this to meet, because it's a cool mm -hmm. space, yeah. mm -hmm. and um, it's something it. different. It's, they like to keep it mixed up. We've had the Builders Association, so it's on and on and on. So the house is all about community, but it goes back to the person who built it. He, the, that's why it's named the Sherrod. Archibald Sherrod built the house 120 years ago, and his he was big in parks. He developed a lot of the parks around in our city, and so we preserved. Patty's idea was to preserve and put his name on it to you know to keep him associated with the house. Well, we're mm -hmm. trying to decide what to call this to start with. Yeah, mm -hmm. that came about. So then you know, so it's just it's all moving it's all, parts. Nothing always has to stay the same. You can have, always evolve and change. That's an That's one thing that we don't have to. We're not afraid of change. We're not because it's changing all the time. No, it's that's a definite. It's going to change. I know. I feel like every time I every I hour up, changes. Yeah, I'm not sure. ADD. Am I leaving or coming? Or am I going or coming? She but has, that's the beauty she has of this. Stuck with me though. So well, no, you know, I look back on it. It's been. A, I mean, it's been a whirlwind but it's been exciting too right. I think the big thing for us is that we're proud that we have almost all complete staff of females too here which I think is huge and I think that we do have the vision Stephanie has a big vision I have a little bit smaller vision but I want to be realistic about what we can get done but I know whatever we put our mind to we can get done so that's the huge part here right and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger a, <laughs> at some point I guess I can't get day, any bigger I mean, it's, it's the client, and if they're not happy, I'm not happy. I mean, you know, I wake up in the middle of the night with my vision about the company where I want to, but I also wake up thinking about that client and what we're giving them, how we can get better, what more can we give them, um, and that's what drives me crazy because I know we just want it to always be different, too. I think that that's something we do give our client. It's never the same. It's a different experience. It's not just about the furniture. It's the experience that we can give them and the service. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I really strive to just keep getting better and better for the service. Well, I think they trust us. And I think that's the big factor for me. I want somebody that trusts whatever we're going to do for them. And I think a lot we're of We're not going to let them down, you know? Yeah. 
and I worry about that too a lot that we just we think through the whole thing we want our new our young that the younger designers that are working with us we talk about that constantly about taking it and following it all the way through to give them the ultimate service so I think that's what and if they so don't, important. and always pushing our clients a little outside the box, I think that's fun. You know, they come in here and they see these beautiful pictures on social media, but they get in here and they get really apprehensive, tight. They want to be super conservative. And I think that you, it's our duty to push our clients outside the box. And if they say no to something, I keep putting it in front of them over and over and over. I mean, I, like Friday, my She client, does that to me. <laughs> I just keep doing it. And, 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 you, and people are okay. visual. You've got to paint that picture. And that's the thing about the tours. That's why we have the tours. It's because people get to come here, see, feel, and touch it. It's not just looking at it on the internet, online, online, online. They get to be here and experience, and they know if it's comfortable. They're not going to complain about it. I mean, yeah, there are those pieces that you can do online, but you're making an investment in your home. You've got to see it. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting, too, today, especially just uh, based on my career in design, for many, many years, and not just at Furniture Lane, because I did it prior to that before I moved here, but I look at all the type of different designers, like social media designers, and Stephanie and I are out there really working these clients day in and day out. We're working on big projects. We're doing it every single day. It doesn't look like we're just doing it. It's not just a pretty picture that's being on, on social media. We're out there working but these. But you got to do all of it. Correct, but I'm saying I don't even know if some of that's... It's sometimes rough. I think it's a facade sometimes. There's, yeah, I mean... I think there's a nature of that today versus what is real. That's mm -hmm. what I see. I'm just saying, as the whole design business has evolved over years, that's kind of what I balance say. both, yeah. Because yeah. we have to have I'm that. not talking about marketing. I'm mm -hmm. talking strictly about... Yeah, right. We're busy with projects. Per a perception. And gro I mean, about. I think... Growing our team, you know, and making, um, if they don't always, like we have Gina now that she's ahead of the business development and the right. tours, and she's super good, mm -hmm. super, she super good. She communicates And, you know, well, one day she might clients. leave us, but I want to give her the tools to be successful and to grow. I always want my team growing. If you're not growing, what are you doing? Right. You have to grow. You know, but that, that's... Be here. Yeah, and just like you, you left and created your thing, you know, of course, you're people are expected. It's like parents you want and kids. Them. You, you know? want them to do that. You, you want them to teach them, them so they can go out and do their but thing. But if you're not growing, again, I don't, we don't, right. want, we really don't want you here. Yeah. You know, it's, but. Well, you said some super inspiring things and I don't, I think that we're, we're so good. I mean, good. Um, I loved hearing your passion. That's what totally Listen comes across. <laughs> Thank you. You know, yeah. So, yeah, and I just love that. Also, you're you're clearly different women, you know. But this there's this compliment. Yeah, you but you know, Stephanie, I can sit in the room and we can agree or disagree about things, but we always kind of come back to that common ground of where we are and where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the positive too, because I think, you know, it's not easy running a business and employing people. Where that's the been the big, I think it's thing. For, it's a lot of work. Day day yeah, pressure. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's been a big learning curve for us, at least for me it has been. And we've had people along the way that came and have lost their jobs. Did I tell you this story? They, lo they lost their jobs from downsizing or design firms, from downsizing or from different reasons. Mm -hmm. And they, they came to our door and said, can we hang out here? And I said, absolutely, we'll find a spot for you. Hang out here 
in a professional environment. So you're being positive. You're not sitting at home in your pajamas, eating, getting depressed. You come in here into a working environment. So they came and they either found jobs mm-hmm. here or, or, or just, yeah, a, um, a couple of them stayed with us mm-hmm. and then the others found jobs at other places. So that's what the, I think that's the idea that we have in this house is that everybody's helping one another, whether it's another designer or outside of our firm or inside of our firm, but it's, it's about helping the people and making them stronger. I think another huge thing too is just the, like when somebody walks in, the, this stuff gets me excited because I like retail environment, just like Stephanie said, we grew up in that, but I love like new product coming in. I'm like, oh, that's like for me. It's exciting to open the boxes. But when people walk in that front door and their first impression and kind of see that and read it on their face, I love that because I do think we're offering something unique um, and we're trying to change it up. But actually, and really helping High Point has been nice too. To have something here. Yeah. I think it's a nice addition. Thanks so much for listening to Seb. I sincerely hope you got something of value from the podcast that feeds your brain and fills your heart. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're in the interior design trade and related industries and would like to sign up for a complimentary subscription to the printed or digital magazine, visit designerstoday.com right now and sign up. Until next time.